0: Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Malk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners. Especially our servicemen and women, <coughs> men and women out there taking care of us. Want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville, or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Nellyburg.
1: Nellyburg, huh? Hmm. Would be a little weird.
0: It, it would be. Nobody. Nobody would be uh, expecting that. So, you know. If it happens, though, great, super, fantastic. But if it doesn't, nobody's going to be put off by that. Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your house. One click away and whatever kind of coffee machines on the front counter, we've got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. It's almost Father's Day. Give Dad the gift of the script state of the M over S. A lot of great polos, baseball caps, T-shirts to choose from there at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're enriched by Fleet Feet, flowed by the half shell. Or you can always just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, uh, last I checked, still remains The best restaurant in Starkville. So, you know, that's just is what it is. You're not not surprised, and neither am I. Uh, Best lunch in town, best dinner in town, and, of course, the best Sunday brunch in town. If you're looking for a great meal any time of day, it's right there for you, and especially for lunch. We always talk about that's our favorite. They have the best blue plate in the town. When you live in Starkville, when you live in the south, you think about a blue plate, you're thinking about Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One bank locations across the state of Mississippi, across central Mississippi, ready to serve you. Banking locally. It's important, guys. You want to deal with your local banks. That way, if you need a loan, you're talking to the people you've been talking to this whole time every time you're in there. You don't have to deal with a corporate bank and and people who you don't know. That's what you want. That's the kind of service you want when when you're buying clothes, when you're buying cars, when you're out to eat. The same thing is true when you're dealing with your local bank want that relationship so go to priorityonebank.com to find the priority one Bank location nearest you let priority One Bank make you their priority uh I would like to uh to express my displeasure with Mississippi State I uh, there's nothing worse when they release news right after we're done recording you know then then it just sits and I can't talk about it what am I supposed to do yeah, you know, can we get like some? We need to get like some some uh some collusion working. We need to be in cahoots. You know, hey, hey, Dad, we're gonna release this at this time, so don't record. You know, so it's just a text, guys. Help me out. Help me out here.
1: they're trying to compete.
0: They don't want none of this. <laughs> Who are they gonna compete with? Joel and Logan, those Ham and Eggers, those curtain jerkers. They gotta compete <laughs> with me. Couple jabrones.
1: <laughs> what
0: no chance
1: so I'm I'm, I'm colluding with the uh, with the enemy well I don't know if we should call him the enemy but the competition What's tonight on? we're going to AEW Logan and myself
0: oh that's right yeah yeah I was I was going to go to that but Richard getting the, uh, the Tuscaloosa regional he, he's going to he's going to be off so we didn't want to leave Borky alone so I, I I couldn't go. I wanted to go to that very badly, but that'll be fun. Be a good time. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I want to text me and let me know like what's going on. I want to know who the main event. Well, I want to feel, I want to see how badly I feel at the end of it. When you're like, man, it's, it's Kitty Omega versus Adam Cole or something. Like, oh, yeah.
1: I, I'm very interested to see who all's there. I don't yeah, know I mean, how their live events work.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, We got some game times, and you know, I normally I love to talk about game times because that means we're getting closer and we can start breaking down those games and stuff. But we got to be a little honest. Like two of these three game times are duds, right? These are duds. Yes. You know, Um, first game, Southeast Louisiana, three o'clock in the afternoon on September the second. Well, if I if I hadn't lost weight before, I'll certainly lose weight that day. Maybe I should wear all black and just see how many pounds I can drop.
1: Just just come out there in in the uh in the sweatshirt. Which is crazy to me that people actually like do that the sweatshirt thing where it's like the like apparently sweatshirts like keep you cooler.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that's I what don't understand.
1: what you're to, saying. Like, it so, keeps falling
0: so you off, off your body.
1: So would it be better for you to wear a sweatshirt to lose weight at that, or would it be better for you to just wear a black t shirt? Maybe I should like wear like, one
0: those plastic sumo suits (laughs) it's just you know and to quote rowdy roddy piper grandma bring the refrigerator into the living room and get set to sweat (laughs) so three o'clock Louisiana uh start drinking water now just go ahead and start start having a little hydration get yourself ready uh, if we need, if you we need to, we can get one of those Texas uh, charts. You know, look at the color of your uh, your pee, urine. Yeah, and let everybody know that if, whether you're being a good teammate or not.
1: They have uh, those in the, They have those, I think. In um, I've seen, I believe I I've seen them in the Seal Complex. Every,
0: every college football team has a urine color chart It let you know if you're doing the right things. We didn't have that in there high school. We just, we just had a coach who was like, "It should be clear. If it's not clear, that's a problem." you should be clear at all times.
1: Yeah, that's the easy that's obviously the easy way to do it. That's the better.
0: easiest way. If you're if it's clear, you're good. Uh Arizona game 2, September the 9th, 6:30 p.m. This is what I kind of wanted to see in mid-afternoon. I wanted Arizona to face the full wrath of the Mississippi uh, summer. But instead, they'll, they'll get they'll, they will get a little bit of a reprieve. Uh, there at night. But a six thirty kickoff should be a, a good crowd and should be a, an interesting football game.
1: I told you it was going to be at nighttime. You disagree with me. This is another lesson of why you should listen to me more. But other so, than that
0: other than that it uh, should be
1: a nice night. Um nice night. Six thirties, you know, suns going down, probably be like High seventies, low eighties or something like that. I mean, it should be a nice relatively mild second half.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You hope. You hope. Yeah. So and you know, maybe it'll be a, a, a good game. I don't know. I don't really I haven't really kept up with Arizona this offseason. They were better last year than they were the year before, yeah. but they still weren't very good. Um, I think they they got some really good wide receivers. They got some skill guys, but um Yeah, that should
0: be a game that State wins. Yeah, it should be. But I think Arizona is a program, like you mentioned, they were much better last year than they were the season before that. I feel like they'll be improved again. But at the end of the day, when you have SEC and Pac-12 and the talent is equal or or near about, SEC should win. Because the SEC is going to be better. Um, And then the game, that this is the real dud, to be totally honest with you. Uh, game three, September uh, 16th here in Starkville, LSU, 11 a.m. I mean, that's your first SEC game, chance for a big crowd, chance to be real, a lot of excitement, and you're just thrown out there at 11 a.m. That's a downer. There, there's just no getting around that.
1: And I don't understand that because this has been a fairly good game for the last almost 10 years. Yeah. Going back
0: to State's win at Tiger Stadium, this has become a far more competitive series.
1: I mean, last year, it's a great game going into the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, And the game kind of turned in in that environment at nighttime. Uh, I thought State played them okay, even against that 2019 team. Mm -hmm. Um, And that game was like at 11 a.m. Then they played another game during the day in 2021. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why State can't get a night game for LSU. It used to happen all the time, and State would just yeah. get the, the brakes beat off of them. Now they have a competitive team against them, and they're playing at 11 a.m., and the is going to be a little more dead.
0: 07, 11, 13, 15, 17, all night games. 09 was a was a day game, mm-hmm. uh, but it was dark because it was, it, was 11. it was 11 a.m. But it poured down rain the whole game, so it might as well have been a night game because there was no sun. And yeah. And then these last two now, this 21 and now this year, 19, 21, 20, 19 was a 230 game, was it not? That was CBS because LSU was, uh, yes, one of the, two in the country. I but believe still, like, it was. Game. Yeah. The last three games here against LSU have been, uh, during the day. And, and on top of that, it's your SEC home opener. It, it just, it's just a bummer. You know, you, you want to have that, that nighttime crowd, that great atmosphere. And, you know, State should be 2-0, and and there should be some excitement. And maybe, you know, you can capture that lightning in the bottle that you had in 2014 when you had the, the, the Texas A&M game at 11 a.m., and you still had a fantastic atmosphere. But it, it just seems like it's just, uh, you know, every time. Yeah, I
1: mean, well, it's just when, when State plays these big games, mm-hmm. it just seems like they get kind of the rug pulled out from underneath them. Yeah. Uh, Like, even in 2014, you had Texas A&M at 11 a.m. when things were starting to build for you. Um, And then you did did have the 2.30 game with Auburn. But it's just like, can you not get a primetime game? And this is one of the few games on the schedule in Startville that could probably qualify for being a primetime, you know, ESPN or even SEC Network game. I mean, Kentucky would probably is probably going to end up being a uh, 6 p.m. or something like that, and mm-hmm. Ole Miss obviously is too. But, you know, Alabama and LSU, those should be primetime games for Mississippi State they That's should. when the atmosphere is at its best. But, I mean, you're just – you're killing the atmosphere with this 11 a.m. game between two teams that – at that point, the State's 2-0, they're knocking on the door of the top 25. LSU's probably a top-five team. Mm-hmm. It would be a good ball ballgame. We're making
0: game. an assumption there that LSU is 2-0 and because they have that opener with Florida State and Orlando. They could very easily be 1-1, one one, but they would still be top 15. No, no, I don't think there's any doubt about that.
1: Right. So. I, I think they're going to win that game against Florida State.
0: Ooh, I do not. So that'll be a uh, that might be an early uh, difference maker in our pick'em contest when we get to that uh, uh, in a couple of months. We'll have to have to take a look at that. State also announced one more uh, kickoff time, and that is for the Southern Mississippi game, and that is a game that will be played on November the eleventh. I'm sorry, November the eighteenth at Davis Wade Stadium. That will be the SEC Network Plus game. So that means it will stream, as I talked about yesterday on Thunder and Lightning Live. That means that it is streaming, that it is not on television. It will not be on television. You need to stream that game. Well, that's going to
1: have to be told over and over again. We're going to we are gonna do our
0: part. We're going to do our part in that. But I want to make, I want to, again, I'd like to reiterate that it is streaming. Uh, but that's an 11 a.m. kickoff as well. Kind of surprising that the conference didn't sort of say something there because that's obviously a crap week of football. And State versus Southern is a good matchup and it's obviously got a lot of history. You would have think they would have wanted that on on television, but State was able to put it on the Internet. Um, 11 a.m., my, my only thought there, Robbie, is they're thinking, let's play, get it over with, and we can get to training and rehabilitating faster for the short week coming up with Ole Miss.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's another one that I would have liked to midnight time. I mean, It's an in-state matchup against another Division one team. It's getting thrown on the SEC Network Plus. I mean, what what else is going on that week?
0: Oh, that's that's the uh, that's the terrible week in the SEC. That's so, the week where everybody's playing uh, awful, uh, awful. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Yeah, the, the competition. Yeah, they're they're playing all the uh, the terrible teams. So let's let's see, that's week thirteen in the SEC. That's no, sorry, that's week twelve. My bad, my bad. FIU versus Arc- at Arkansas, New Mexico State at Auburn, Georgia Ugh. State at LSU. You, know, you do have you know You have a couple. You have three conference games. Florida is at Missouri, uh, ULM at Ole Miss, Kentucky at South Carolina, Georgia at Tennessee. That's your two thirty game. So you know what that is. And then three games have already been put on Network Plus: Chattanooga at Alabama, Southern Miss at Mississippi State. Abilene Christian at Texas A&M. State's the fourth best game that weekend. You have the three conference games. Then the the most attractive matchup after that is Southern Miss at Mississippi State. It would have easily been like the 6-30 choice for the SEC Network. But that's not the way they wanted to go. And, and, and I, I agree with what Richard was saying on yesterday's show about the 1 o'clock kick that Ole Miss is experiencing. Their SEC Network Plus is their opener against Mercer. That's a 1 o'clock p.m. kick on the first weekend. That's an awful time.
1: Oh, God. But
0: he made a good point. He's like, look, nobody in the athletic department, like Keith Carter wouldn't pick that game at 1 o'clock. No. The marketing department wouldn't pick it at 1 o'clock, right? Obviously, Kiffin picked it at 1 o'clock. Now, that's why he would do that. I don't know. Like, the reasoning for Arnett, and we're gonna, I'm going to say that Arnett said, let's play it at 11 a.m., his reasoning makes more sense right let's get done with the game and we can have you know even maybe a couple of hours of extra rehabilitation and recuperation than Ole miss does could be important to us
1: which i think they did they were kind of thinking that last year too they did
0: and that's when they played at 11am against who, who, who i forget who it was east tennessee state yeah so i mean this no. game
1: is just a throwaway game usually but i mean it's this it here, is a little yeah, more no. it, it is a little more intriguing because it's southern miss It's the right. inside opponent right I don't think I think state still should have. Them it will a be mega a competitive game
0: through at least through the first half, and then yeah, I would expect state to pull away. You would think, yeah. That's, but, that's that's the formula of the last two games with Southern Miss have followed.
1: It's definitely kind of a trap game. You're playing at eleven a.m. Oh, sure. Atmosphere probably not going to be very great. Yeah, it's but a it's a Southern dangerous Miss game. Helps
0: that state fan state fans will show up to play for Southern Miss. I think. You would think, but I, I, would think. I mean, who and, knows? Southern, and Southern will bring fans too, for sure. But going back to Ole Miss, that's just punishing their fans, man. Like I agree with what Richard was saying that Kiffin has no right to complain about the crowd in that game. He obviously is the one who t- chose one o'clock when nobody shows up because they don't want to die. Then, yeah, you got no complaint there. Yeah, exactly.
1: the fir- the first three weeks or so are always so tricky. In this uh, climate, like, you're screwed at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. Like, that that time frame in the first three weeks, you're in trouble. Yeah. But if you can get a 6 p.m. game, you can make it through okay. a couple of weeks, you're good. I mean, State is not getting that. They're getting the Arizona game, and that's it.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of disappointing.
0: Looking at week one, there's really only two good games on that Saturday. You have Florida Utah on on Thursday night. That's a, a seven p.m. Uh, kickoff, but it's in the state of Utah, so it'll be six p.m. Uh, their local time. Um, and then on that Saturday, well, you do have. I guess I'll take it back. You do have Virginia and Tennessee at eleven a.m. So that's that's a decent enough game. But then the two best games of the day: North Carolina, South Carolina, and, and uh, is i I'm sorry, I forgot that LSU Florida State's on Sunday. North Carolina, South Carolina is that night at 630. And then that Sunday, you have LSU-Florida State. That's a standalone. Nothing else going on college football-wise. So the whole nation will be locked into what should be a fantastic – should be a top-10 matchup uh, when those two teams play. But don't – have I mean, normally Alabama has a good week one opponent. They're – obviously in week two, they play Texas. So that, that's a good game for them. And then Georgia, we've talked about their schedule before. They got really sort of hurt by the fact that the SEC told them, hey, you can't play Oklahoma this year because – they're coming next year. So, that worked out the, the way that it did, but that state's uh, first 3 weeks and and like you said, man, you 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 want those night games and and you just don't have them. I'm trying to look my way down the schedule. That that South Carolina game will probably be an ESPN night game at South Carolina. Um especially, you know, state should be at worst 2 and 1. South Carolina should be 2 and 1. They played Georgia the week before. Uh, they play Mississippi State. That, that that could probably that's probably an ESPN or maybe even the, maybe the SEC Network game. The week after that's Alabama. If you are three and one, that has a chance to be on CBS. Um, but at worst, it's probably a, that will probably also be a night game for Mississippi State. I would think. I would hope. We'll see.
1: But more often than not, they do seem to play Bama at night games. Yeah. But I I don't understand the LSU phenomenon. They they always get it's weird. They always get night games when State plays them. Uh, in baton rouge but can't get them here i don't understand it
0: trying to remember the last time state played in baton rouge during the day off the top of my head i think it was oh six that was it was a jp game
1: remember they would more often than not like when the bad years they would play them at like 11 a.m just to
0: get it over with right and it would
1: just be a massacre in the first quarter
0: yeah oh four oh six those were 11 a.m games though All right, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind you that beef, what's for dinner? You're looking to cook out this weekend. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Head to your local grocery store, head to your butcher shops, and pick up some steaks, pick up some burgers, or pick up a big old brisket, tri-tip, whatever it is. It's going to be delicious. Hopefully you got some chance to cook out this weekend. Looks like we're going to have some really nice weather. Put some beef on the grill. Your family will thank you. Your neighbors won't, though. They'll, they'll want to come over and eat. They're going to smell it, and they're going to be like, we're going over to their house tonight. Let's we'll see, we'll see what's going on. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. We had a great time at Two Brothers just last night. Fantastic food, uh, great people, great atmosphere. They were doing car- I didn't know they did karaoke, Robbie. I'm still sad we didn't get up and sing Islands in the Stream.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted leather and lace. You wanted islands know. in the shirt. I would have done either one. I, w- I would have, you know, either way. The um, prime rib yeah. sandwich that I had yesterday might have been the best I've ever had.
0: So they 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 changed it up. They're like, hey, we're out of the normal bread, so we're putting it on the Gambino French bread. And you were like, they need to keep it on the Gambino French they,
1: bread. I'm, I'm making a petition right now. Please keep it on the Gambino French bread. Please. There you go. I will eat that every meal for the rest of my life. And I'm not even joking. I had that and the pork rinds. It was, I, I didn't leave a single crumb on my plate. No, you it was didn't. absolutely delicious.
0: You made a happy plate.
1: I did. Good job.
0: Head over to Two Brothers to enjoy smoked Southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing it for 48 years. Years. You can't stay open in any business long enough like that unless you take care of your customers. So, you know what you're getting into with Advantage Business Systems. You know that when you call them and you're looking to purchase a new copy or a new printer, uh, any kind of computer, uh, any type of mailing or information systems, you know you're getting the top name brands. You know you're getting a great price, but you're also getting that service guarantee that you're not going to have to deal with a out-of-state or out-of-country call center that's going to keep you on hold for 30 to 40 minutes. You're not going to have to talk to an out-of-state technician to come fix it and set up an appointment a week to 10 days from now. It's going to be, a lot of times, same-day service because you're talking to people here in the state of Mississippi. That's a huge difference, and it's one that you will appreciate. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, we are just, as we speak, a couple weeks away from Father's Day. That means it's time to get Dad a nice new polo. And Dad does not want to look like a giant billboard. He doesn't want people, you know, from two miles away saying, what's that big M coming towards us? He doesn't want that. He wants a nice, comfortable, stylish polo from the Rogue's Collegiate Collection. So check them out. Head to The Rogue and Jackson or shop online at rogue.com. Maroon and white, red and blue, black and gold. They've got it all at The Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life or I guess in Ole Miss's case, the swoosh life. I don't know who's USM's athletic provider is. I'm sorry. Shop at The Rogue. The, you, you know who it is? They're all the Adidas,
1: you? aren't they? Are they Adidas? I think so. Now you got me wanting to look. Well, we got to find out. Yeah, I, no. I, I can't deal with the well-actually post. On yeah, Twitter. So let's, so let's let's go ahead and nip that in the bud.
0: So I'm just trying to find a picture. I don't want like to buy one. I want to see that a player wearing one. Uh Adidas. Yeah. Assuming it's from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Adidas. All right then. So yeah, USM. Don't live the three stripe life. Shop at the rug. Yay. Yeah. Dolce, 7.30 in the morning, Tuesday through Saturday. They're open for the best breakfast in town at 509 University Drive. It's right there. Great coffee, great bagels, great breakfast sandwiches. If you want to come back for lunch, artisanal grilled cheese. A lot of great options on the grilled cheese there. That's a fantastic thing. It's approved by Marilyn Sproul, too, so that's, that's important to know.
1: She loves grilled cheese. She
0: loves the grilled cheese. And if you just want to give yourself a sweet treat during the afternoon, A bowl of gelato goes a long, long way. But the breakfast is where it's at. Head over to Dolce, 509 University Drive for breakfast today. Robbie, as we are recording here on a Thursday, so you're listening on Friday, the Top Dog Camp will have happened. That is Mississippi State's first elite recruiting event of the summer. Uh, They'll have camps all throughout the summer, and then they'll finish the summer with another Top Dog Camp and the annual uh, cookout that they have every year. But this is a a chance for State to get some of its top targets on campus, maybe start building a little bit of recruiting momentum. Uh, I would tell you, I and this is just my personal opinion, that if they come out of this weekend with no commitments, I'm going to at least start looking at that panic button over there. What do you think about this weekend? Do you expect State just to get a couple of guys in the boat?
1: If it doesn't happen right away, which I'm not expecting anything uh, to happen like tonight, but you know, sometimes it does. Uh, I just don't want people thinking like there's going to be a commitment right away uh, this evening or whatever. But um, if it doesn't happen right away, I think that there will be some movement into next week or maybe this weekend. I do believe that state. Is going to be pushing for a guy or two to get committed. Um, so yes, it would be a little concerning if they're not able to start trying to get some momentum here in the next week or so.
0: When you when you look at the the, the players who are coming in, you know you have an idea. I, I know that Mississippi State is expecting at least you know Stanka Burnside here in Starkville on campus. Uh, another wide receiver, JJ Harrell, the kid from Grenada, who's currently committed to Tennessee, so expected on campus. Who else are you hearing will make the trip to Starkville this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think um, Stonka and J.J. are the big ones as far as you know the wide receivers, in-state guys are concerned. State's going to make a big push to try to um, make up some ground with with J.J. Harrell. I know um, Terrence Hibbler is another big one on campus, a, a guy that a lot of people believe is a Mississippi State lean. That's, that's a player that's been really quiet, off the grid, I know Paul has been trying to get in touch with him a lot. He's, he's kind of um, just kind of stayed silent uh, with a lot of guys. He's, he's not even talking to a bunch of coaches. But that's a player that State would love to get on board. P.J. Woodland, um, defensive back, supposed to be on campus. And then also it looks like State's pushing a little more for Tristan Jern again, the Tupelo linebacker that's committed to Texas A&M. I've noticed he's been tweeting out a lot of mississippi stuff mississippi state stuff lately. So it looks like they're trying to push him a little bit and he's going to be on campus so we'll see what happens with him.
0: I'm interested you know, you say that you know you may not get commitments right away blah blah blah. I'm not saying that you're I'm not trying to blah 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 you but I am just saying Oh
1: blah. yes you are. Well, maybe I am. Yes, you are. So I, right
0: I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going the other way with you, though. Like, if if if, if we, we we're doing this show on on Sunday, and we're not talking about a couple of guys that have have pulled the trigger, that's a bad sign to me. You know, just for me. And and I understand we're probably going to get the yeah, well. So they commit it privately to the staff, and then blah, blah, blah.
1: So what if they commit on Monday?
0: Well, then we'll you know then I'll you know we can stand down at that point. We can go back to DEFCON five.
1: You, you want to freak out on yeah. Sunday, but if it's yeah. Monday, every, okay, everything's fine again. Exactly, if it's one extra day, everything's okay.
0: Let me ask you a question. Let's just let's just play a little game here. Let's say on Sunday, a doctor told you, "Hey, you got a giant infected sore about to pop up on your leg, and you might have to look. We have to might have to cut off your leg. You going to freak out on
1: Sunday?" Yes, but that's an and amputation, Monday, not football recruiting.
0: On the doctor called you back on Monday and says, "Hey, false alarm. You're fine. Don't worry about it."
1: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, let's just compare football recruiting to amputation. Yeah, that's Very a great similar. call
0: there. I think I think football recruiting is far more important than than having an extra leg. Recruiting is the maybe, leg of maybe the football a football
1: program. Maybe if you have that mindset, and there's probably a lot of people that agree with you on this. Mm-hmm. Maybe take a step back. Maybe, maybe this is a, maybe football recruiting and eighteen, seventeen year olds are not. For I'm
0: just you. saying, recruiting is the legs of the program. All right, <laughs> I don't want to have to amputate a leg.
1: Oh my gosh! I let let's. Let's just, uh let's see what happens.
0: We will see what happens. So that's a good group coming, coming to campus. And I, I'm hopeful that having, uh, I believe Josh flowers was on that list as well. And having the quarterback on campus who seems like a really quiet guy. Now, maybe he's working, you know, group texts and everything behind the scenes, but like, he's not a social media kind of guy, the way that Chris Parson was. um, And, and other quarterbacks in years past. So, Maybe having him around some of these guys can, and building those relationships will be a, a big positive uh, for Mississippi State. Hopefully, I said, uh, like I said, I I am hopeful that the Bulldogs can, can build a little ro- recruiting momentum and get some guys in the boat. You, you just need a couple guys in there to let people know, okay, it's time to start with this. And we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that. We'll recap it on uh, Sunday's uh, pod.
1: Hopefully, no um, infections in anybody's legs or amputations. Not. Yeah,
0: God, we know. God only knows. But we'll talk about that, and then we'll have a few other things as well. Should be a really good week. I may have a special surprise interview on on our Sunday show as well. Don't want to change mm. that yet. We'll see. We'll see if mm. we can. Uh, mm. choke your beard while you say "hmm." You got to do it. Mm.
1: There
0: we go. All right. Talk to you guys later this weekend. Have a good one. Talk to you then for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.